0: Hi there! Just want to welcome you to Thus Say the Lord Online Radio. We're preaching and propagating Christ is our business. This is our special broadcast that the Lord has laid on our heart to bring you the Word of Faith, to bring you His Word. You know about healing that God is the God that heals. Some people think that you know God is no longer healing; that healing is a thing of the past. The Bible says by the stripes of Jesus we have been healed. We bring you this word so as to encourage you so as to build up your faith For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god you know we hearing so much um negativity so much reports negative report of you know many people dying and many people being infected that is the fact and we do not deny the fact we can never deny the facts because the facts speak for themselves but what you're saying is there's something that is more that is higher than the facts there's something that is more powerful and that is the truth facts are subject to change that's why today you can be uh, COVID positive and tomorrow you can be COVID negative but the truth of the Word of God does not change and that is what we need to to base our lives on we base our lives on the truth of the Word of God the truth of God's Word does not change and if he says he heals if he heals 2,000 years ago he still heals today and he will continue to heal now you need and I need you and I need to position ourselves so that we can be able to access the healing that God has provided for us not only healing actually but divine health because Jesus, that you know, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that those who believe in him should have everlasting life, should have zoe, should have the God kind of life You know, it is the will of God that we live in divine health, it, it, you know we don't have to wait until we get sick and uh, um, after we get sick, and it's when we start to to see God's God's face, and we start to seek God for healing. No, 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 no. We can trust God for divine health. I'm not saying that, and I will repeat it again because I don't want you to misunderstand me. That if someone is sick, then someone that that particular person is cursed. No, no, that's not what we say. Yes, sickness is not a blessing. It's not from God um the, the challenge as long as we are in this world we will experience challenges you know the enemy will try in every aspect in every way possible to pull us down you know he can use sickness he can use uh, a financial uh, a lack of financial resources he can use marital challenges all these kind of challenges that we experience as long as we are in this world but thanks be unto god who always causes us to triumph through christ jesus what we do is we, 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 we stand upon what God says. We we lay a hold, grab a hold of what God has promised in his word, and we stand on that. And because he's not a man that he should lie, no, a son of man that he should repent, he fulfills his promises, and he watches over his word to perform it. Now, I'm going to read to you from the book of Mark. You know, the gospel of Mark, um, what sets the gospel of Mark, apart from the other gospels, is that it is full of action. You know, Mark is a man of action. And if you read through the gospel of Mark, a lot of the actions that he records, a lot of the actions, a lot of the miracles and the actions that Jesus uh, <laughs> was performing. You know, that is the kind of um, uh, um, gospel that we, we find in, in the book of Mark. He, he, he was more of, a, of an action man. Now, we, Mark has just recorded, and it's not only found in Mark, but we, we, we're reading it in Mark, where he recorded you know, a, a report uh, of of the miracle that took place. And a lot of times when we read this story, we focus on the woman with the issue of blood. And we've done quite a number of broadcasts also on the woman with the issue of blood on this on, on this particular scripture. But there's another angle that I I believe the Lord is taking us through um, to help us, to build our faith, to strengthen us. You know, these things were written for us. They were written for to admonish us. They were written to build us up, to build us up so that we can be able to stand strong in the Lord. Now, Mark chapter 5, verse 21, it says, Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake. Remember, he just um, uh, encountered the madman of gadara and he just healed the madman of gadara got him delivered got him saved you know got him everything <laughs> that's who jesus is you know um, he just helped the madman of gadara and now he got on the boat he went to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore then a leader of the syna- of the local synagogue whose name was Jairus arrived when he saw jesus he fell at his feet pleading fervently with him My little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him. All the people followed, followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant, constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus. So she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately the bleeding stopped. And she could feel in her body that she had been healed of a terrible condition. Jesus realized at once um, that healing power had gone out of out from him so he turned around in the crowd and asked who touched my robe his disciples said to him look at this crowd pressing around you how can you ask who touched me i mean if you look at this story uh this woman actually came and interrupted jesus when he was about to help jairus you know jairus came as jesus got off the boat jairus came and he pleaded with the master he pleaded with him i could just imagine because I mean, the way um, Jairus explained his situation to Jesus, you could see that it was, it was something that was urgent. You know, his daughter was dying, and he, he, he wanted Jesus to come quickly, okay? He would, he would have preferred for Jesus to stop everything, to leave everything, and come to attend to his case, because his case was quite urgent. Now, as Jesus was just responding to this emergency, he got distracted by this woman. I could just picture Jairus. You know, I don't know what Jairus may be. You know, have you ever been in a situation where you're rushing and um, and and it's an emergency, but someone is taking his time? I could just imagine probably the way Jairus might have looked at this woman. That Come on, woman! <laughs> you know, the kind of urgency that Jairus um, uh, 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 had. You know, he interrupted. This woman interrupted um, Jesus when he was about to go to Jairus' house to respond to Jairus' call. You know, and then he said, "Who touched me?" Now he—it's—it's it's almost like he left Jairus' case aside. Now he's attending to the woman. He's attending to the situation at hand. He, you know, the woman touched him, touched the, or didn't even touch him. She touched the the hem of his garment, and he began to ask, "Who touched me?" The disciples said, "You know, there is so many people pressing on you. How could you say who touched me?" He said, "Because I felt power, you know, coming out of me. It was a touch of faith, you know. These these two people, the woman with the issue of blood and Jairus, they came to the Lord with faith. They didn't just come with him to him, brother. You know, with the maybe say, you know, we'll see what happens. If he if he does it, he does. It. If he doesn't, it's also fine. They came with faith, and that's why Jairus, you know, um, uh." Back the Lord the way he did, because he knew he had confidence in the Lord. He knew that if the Lord would just come to his house and lay hands on his daughter, his daughter would be healed. And this woman also knew that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. These two people had faith in God. They had faith, they had confidence, knowing that they would not be d- d- disappointed. I want to encourage you as well, as we're going to pray towards the end of this broadcast, let us go to God in faith whatever sickness that may be upon you. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask. The Bible says there is nothing that is impossible for God to do. It doesn't matter what kind of sickness is on your body right now. It doesn't matter what kind of disease is is on your body right now. It is not Difficult for the Lord to heal. It is not you, you may be in a hurry, but let me tell you something God is never in a hurry, and He's never late. By the way, He's always on time. So, God, even in your situation, is always on time. All you need to do is all you need to focus on is your faith in Him. It is your faith that will help you to connect to the avail the power that is already available, the healing power that has already been made available. To you. It is your faith that will help you to, to, to access that, to plug into that power that has been made available to you. Now, as we read further, going down further, it says, Jesus okay, the disciples said to him, look at the crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman trembling at the realization of what had happened had happened to her came and fell to the knees to her knees rather in front of him and told him what she had done and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over okay now look at verse 35 while he was still speaking to her while Jesus was still interrupted I mean I could just imagine uh, Jairus in the background you know maybe he might have just going around in circles and maybe, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, just being agitated at this woman. Woman, what are you doing? Woman, my daughter is dying and you are delaying. Jesus, I came to Jesus first. Jesus must attend to me first. (laughs) I don't know if that's what Jairus did, but judging on the manner in which he came to Jesus, you could see that this thing was a very something that was very dear to him. He was desperate. He needed the Lord to come to his house and he wanted him to come right there and then. Jesus got interrupted while Jesus was still attending to the woman. You know, and it is so unfair that this woman just interrupted Jesus when he was going to help somebody else, when Jesus was about to attend to an emergency. You know, emergency. We go to a hospital and, um, you know out of out of just a minor minor sickness and perhaps maybe there's only for that for for whatever reason there's only one doctor in the hospital at the time if an ambulance arrives with someone who has just been involved in a horrific accident you know that doctor is going to leave you even though he might have been busy attending to you he's going to leave you and go to attend to an emergency okay and which is quite understandable because an emergency is a matter of, of, of life and death. And this is the situation here. Jairus' daughter was an emergency. This woman was not an emergency. As much as her condition was serious, but she was not an emergency. She could afford to wait. You know, the Lord could 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 just tell her, and say, you know what, hang on, I'm coming just now. I'm just going to attend to an emergency. But it is the Lord. Nothing is too difficult for him. Nothing ever takes him by surprise. God is not moved by emergency! He is not moved by an emergency, He is moved by faith! Please, listen to this! Listen to this! God is not moved by your emergency! It is not an emergency that will get God to work! It is not an emergency that will get God to move! It is faith! It is your faith that will catch His attention! It is your faith that will cause Heaven to stop! everything that they're doing and attend to you it is your faith like the faith of this woman that will cause heaven to 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 open to open their ears and listen and attend to your case not in emergency as God says my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts the way God does things is different to the way we do things the way God thinks is different to the way we think We think that an emergency must be given a priority, which is quite fair. I mean, I would have done the same thing. But you see, God responds to faith. As long as you have faith in him, God will respond. That's how God operates. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Okay. Um, Your situation is not a surprise to God. And your situation is not a, a difficult thing for God. Okay, it's not something that is beyond him. It's not something that he cannot do. It's not something that is too difficult for him. No, it is. This is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. You shall not see rain. You shall not see wind. But you, you, you shall see it happening. Okay, you shall not. There's no need for you to see a sign that it will happen. There's no need for you to to get a confirmation that will happen. The, all the confirmation that you need is in His Word. And his word says, by the stripes of Jesus you are healed. His word says, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. If it is sickness that is upon you and you are trusting God for healing, believe that you receive it. Believe that you receive it before you can see it, before you can have it. Why? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith pulls things from the invisible realm. And brings it into the visible realm. So it is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, it is the evidence of things not seen. What is the evidence? Evidence is the proof. Okay, if you go and open um, a case against someone else, you know, they, they will need the evidence, they will need the proof, you know, to substantiate the charge that you're laying against somebody else. So faith is the substance of things. So it is the evidence, it is the proof that we have it. It is the proof that i have what i prayed for faith tells me that i have it okay i have i have the confidence that i have it why because god said so in his word and i believe what god said because god he cannot because god cannot lie that's why faith is so important we see that jesus responded to faith as long as there is faith involved it it catches the attention of heaven it catches the attention of the master it is not your emergency but your faith that will catch his attention now look at the situation now Jesus has been interrupted while he was still speaking to the woman okay messengers arrived from the home of Jairus the leader of the synagogue they told him your daughter is dead okay that's the dreadful words that Jairus never wanted to hear. And that is why he was so begging the Lord. That is why he was so pleading with the Lord. We get verse 21 where it says, uh, no, not verse 21, um, verse 22 where it says, Then a leader of the local synagogue whose name was Jairus arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently. We can see that this man was desperate. And he did everything that he could to get Jesus to come with him. You know, and listen to verse uh, verse 35 again. While he was yet speaking, the messengers arrived from from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jairus. The game is over. I'm sorry. Uh, You tried. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Jesus was a little bit late. We understand that he was still busy with another case still busy handling another case unfortunately you know it is with sadness to tell you that your daughter is dead so there's no need to bother the master anymore you know the master can just carry on and do what he's doing we know his heart We know he, his heart was to come with you it's just a pity that he got interrupted okay so they were telling Jairus to accept um you know the death of his daughter which is to a certain extent understandable It is is understandable. But look at what the Lord says. And this is what I want to encourage you. Sometimes I remember, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, my my mother got got so sick. And, uh, you know, she she was near death, actually. And I remember uh, one man of God, he phoned me and he said, you know what? Because his mom also had passed away, I think, a couple of months or a couple of years before that. And he phoned me and said, Yeah, you know, just just accept that your mom is sick is near death, even if the Lord takes her, you know, just accept it's okay, she will be with Jesus. But you know, something on the inside of me refused, you know, because we I, I don't I, I, I don't serve God based on somebody else's faith, you know. The Bible says, let it be according to your faith. No, this now. These messengers came; they wanted Jairus to operate on their faith. That's why they were discouraging Jairus. They were starting to to, to discourage him, and you know, to to uh, to um, uh, advise him to accept defeat, to advise him to accept to accept death. Had had Jairus uh, um, accepted what they said, then it it would have been the end of his daughter. Because you see it. It, 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 the Bible says let it happen according to your faith okay so I I, I, I refused as, as 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 much as I understood the heart of what that man was saying but I refused to accept what he was saying because that is not the report that I I, I, I was believing that is not what I had expected that is not what I, I was anticipating it is not what I was anticipating together with my sisters that's not what we were anticipating. We were anticipating a miracle. We were trusting God and standing in faith that God you will heal our man. And that is exactly what God did. And um Jesus comes to the rescue. He helps Jairus. He said, Jairus, verse 36 said, But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, Don't be afraid, just have faith. Okay, don't fear. Okay, don't be puzzled. Don't panic. Okay. Relax. Just just have faith. You know, faith is like electricity. Okay. It, 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 it keeps the power running. It keeps the power available. It makes the power to be available. So, just make sure that don't switch off. Don't switch off your faith. Because as soon as you switch off your faith, then the game is over. As soon as you switch off your faith, then the lights go off. Okay. Jairus, keep believing. Jairus, Keep that faith. Keep that. Keep that momentum of faith. Okay. Don't accept what these men are telling you. Don't accept what these messengers are saying to you. Okay. That is not what you were anticipating. So don't accept it. Let your faith in God, your relationship with God, run on your faith in Him, not on other people's faith, not on other people's experiences. Don't run your relationship with God according to other people's experiences remember the seven sons of Skiva the seven sons of Skiva um, found someone who was demonic possessed and um, they, they, they wanted to deliver that person you know but they didn't have a relationship with Jesus. they didn't know Jesus they said in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches okay they wanted to, 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 to do the works of the Lord, not based on their relationship and their walk with him, but based on Paul's relationship and Paul's walk with him. It did not work. You cannot walk with God based on somebody else's experiences. Other people's experiences may may serve as an encouragement, as a guideline for you, but you need to know the Lord for yourself. You need to have that relationship with the Lord for yourself. Don't don't base your faith on other people's experiences. Base your faith on thus saith the Lord. The Bible doesn't say faith comes by experiences. No. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Don't let your faith be based on other people's experiences. Let your faith be based on God. Let your faith be based on the word of God. So Jairus, Jesus overheard the negative report. Jesus overheard the negativity and he helped Jairus. The Jairus, don't fear because the words that you heard from the messengers are full of panic, are full of fear, are full of death are full of discouragement put those words aside don't accept those words have the words that will build up that will strengthen up your faith do not fear but have faith Jesus stopped the crowd then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James and John the brother of James when they came to the home of the synagogue leader which is Jairus jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing he went inside and asked why all this commotion and weeping the child is indeed he's only asleep notice that jesus did not have only three disciples you know he had 12 disciples but when it came to a situation like this that demanded faith because not all the disciples had faith okay not all the disciples, not all the disciples had, had had great faith in the Lord. Some of them were so full of unbelief, like your Thomas. You know, he <laughs> he would not believe before he could see. Now Jesus took those that he knew that had faith, those that he knew he could depend on. You see, when you're faced with a difficult situation of sickness, of disease, or even this corona. know, and you're trusting God for healing, you don't want people that are going to come and speak doubt and unbelief. You don't want it. You don't want doubt and unbelief when you're trusting God for healing. When, When it's a matter of life and death, like the way we see people fighting for their lives in ICU, you know, people fighting for their lives, struggling to breathe, you know, all those kind of things. You know, and it's so sad that a lot of people have lost their lives. And you don't need negativity during that time. You don't need people that are going to discourage you. You don't need people that are going to speak doubt and unbelief into your life. You need people that are going to strengthen you. You need people that are going to speak faith into you, saying, in the name of Jesus, it is possible. In the name of Jesus, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Rise up. Glory be to God. So he, he took James, John, and Peter, And the rest he left behind. And when he got into the house, he found some more unbelief. You know, they were (laughs) weeping. And what did Jesus say? Out! He took them out as well because they were so full of unbelief. You know, when Jesus told them, no, don't cry. The child is not dead. He's sleeping. They began, listen to what they did. He he went and asked why the commotion, the child is not dead. He's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him. Why? Because they were full of unbelief. How could you laugh at the giver of life when he tells you what is happening? Because you've got no faith. That's why you're laughing. That's why you're making it a joke. That's why people make this thing a joke. They think that, you know, standing on the word of God, trusting in God for your healing, it's it's, it's silly. It doesn't make sense. And that's why some may laugh why because it doesn't make sense to them and it is those kind of people that you do not need to associate yourself with you need to associate yourself with people of like uh, 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 of, of like mind people that that will believe what god says in his word and stand with you on the promises of his word and so the crowd laughed at him but he made them to leave he made them all leave And he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. So he he got rid of them, okay, because they were not going to help. They they were going to charge the atmosphere with unbelief. You do not need people that are going to discourage you, people that are going to, 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 to speak death into the situation or speak negativity into into the situation. You need people that will speak faith, people that will encourage you, people that will challenge you, people that will speak the word of God because it is the word of God that brings life. Now, after he said that, he held her by the hand and said, Talitakum, which means, little girl, get up. The girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus Gave them strict orders not to tell anyone that what had happened, and then he told them to give he told them to give her something to eat. Unbelievable. and actually, if you continue to chapter six, just after that, um, if chapter six says this one says, Jesus left that part of the country and returned to his and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked why did, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary, the bride of James, and Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. So they took him for granted. Okay, And because they did that, Jesus told them a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family and because of their unbelief because of their unbelief because of their lack of faith he couldn't do many miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them he was amazed at their unbelief okay unbelief will hinder the lord from doing great things in your life okay what is unbelief unbelief is when you you, you fail to believe in the Lord and you don't recognize him as the healer. You, you don't have that confidence in him that he will do what he said he would. Unbelief says, I can't when God says I can. Unbelief says, no, I'm, I, 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 I'm too sick. I'm too sick. There's no way I can get healed. That's unbelief. Unbelief says, even, even God cannot be able to heal this sickness. That is unbelief. As long as you have unbelief, you know, you are hindering the Lord from doing what he wants to do in your life. Let us go to him in faith. We see the faith of the woman with the issue of blood. We see the faith of Jairus. Even though uh, uh, Jairus received a negative report, you know, and he was probably about to give up, about to quit, Jesus admonished him and Jesus is admonishing you and I today that let us not Uh, be full of unbelief let us not doubt let us not accept negativity let us choose to stand on the word of god the word of god says whatever things you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them as we are going to pray we believe in god for your healing believe that you are healed believe that you are healed believe that you are healed okay believe that by the stripes of jesus you are healed okay don't look at your at your condition. Don't look at the symptoms. Don't look at, at, at the condition that you are in. Believe that you are healed. Why? Because God says you are healed. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We lift you up and glorify you. Lord, we pray for all those that are listening to us Lord, during this broadcast. Lord, that are not feeling well in their bodies. We speak healing right now. Your word says, whatsoever things we desire when we pray, we should believe and receive them and we shall have them. We thank you that we receive your healing power right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those who are struggling to breathe, Lord, we thank you that you, you, you unblock whatever has been blocked, oh God. We pray that, that that virus just dissolve in the name of Jesus. We command that virus to dissolve in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Father, for your healing touch, oh God. We thank you, Father God, because you said there's nothing that is too hard for you to do. There's nothing, my God, that is too difficult for you to do. You are able to turn this situation around. You are able to turn this condition around. And we pray right now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, for those, Lord, that are in pain right now, we speak healing, the healing power of God. I pray, Father God, that as your word has been spoken, Father, that they will accept your word and mix it with faith. They will believe what your word says and run with it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your healing power. And we're anticipating to hear great testimonies, of what you have done, Father, so that you may be glorified. Lord, it is not about us. It has never been about us. It will never be about us. We're not interested in the glory for ourselves. We are interested in you being glorified, you being magnified, you being known, O God, so that people may be drawn unto you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.